there, it's Meg, one of the hosts of the Wild Women in Christ podcast. Join Lizzie, Jordan, and I each episode as we do everyday life and keep Christ as our center. What's up? Hi. Okay, it's Meg. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. I'm with Jordan, Lizzie. We are the Wild Women in Christ. I totally did the what's up because we... I'll just tell you a side story. <laughs> the Roth family goes out to family dinners every Sunday. Mm. And we went to Texas Roadhouse. And one of the waiters, as he was bringing out the food, this is my generation. He did the, what's up? <laughs> yeah. As he was walking down the aisle. <laughs> and then noticed that no one recognized what he oh. was doing. <laughs> and I 100% sighed at him. I'm like, what are you doing? That's so you like 2000s. No. Isn't that from one no. of the, those scary movies? <laughs> Well, I, it went into one of the scary movies. Is that where it came from? I don't know. I think Why it went into from? it went into one of the scary movies, but it's from something else. It was like I a commercial know. where they're just constantly like, "What's up? Oh, What's up? yeah." I think it was a Super Bowl God, commercial. What was that? Anyway, that was a hundred percent what my mind was thinking at the moment. The Bible. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Romans sixteen. What's up? <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about Phoebe today. And I was telling the gals offline, I'm going to stop picking women that only have two verses about them in the Bible. <laughs> but it's fascinating because I've been using theologian, theo, theologians, 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 theologians. Thank you. <laughs> Theologian. <laughs> oh, and people studying in the seminary, like they're real huge deep dives into the culture and stuff. So it's been, I get to do a lot of research into that to get more off of the two verses. <laughs> so it's been nice. What? You can't tell who we she say was? the word again? Theologians. Theologians. Thanks. I'm going to butcher it. I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Local theologian. Theologian. I feel like I should know that word. <laughs> Not even qualified to be a theologian. Can't even say the word. <laughs> I'm a thea something. I'm a theologian. Theologian. <laughs> okay. Febe. We're going to talk about Febe. 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 She's found in Romans 16, verses 1 and 2. Okay. I'm going to read it to you. <laughs> I commend to you. This is Paul. Sorry. This is Paul that's writing this letter. Hi, Paul. So he's saying these things. <laughs> I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a servant of the Church of Centuria, I asked, <laughs> I asked you to receive her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints and to give her any help she may need from you, for she has been a great help to many people, including me. So then the letter goes on. Um, Paul gives greetings to all these people through verses 16. And I want to read to you what the letter said that Phoebe was entrusted to take to the church in Rome. And it starts in verse 17, and it goes through verse 19. It says, I urge you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Keep away from them, for such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of naive people. Everyone has heard about your obedience, so I am full of joy over you. But I want you to be to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. Um, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. 
So I read verse 20 and then the outro, I'm calling it an outro like it's the <laughs> podcast, uh, verses 21 through the end of the chapter, which is verse 27. It's Paul just sort of talking about, um, it is, it's an outro to the letter. He's just saying like, um, other people send their greetings, those ministering with him. He's talking about those things. So Phoebe, Phoebe, she was the one Actually, trusted to take that letter to yes. all of them. To the church in Rome. Yeah. So that's where this letter went. Um, so f- Was that just like a general message or was he like warning them about something specific? Wasn't um, there... Div- Go ahead. I was reading my notes. Hmm. What's the hmm? You see Priscilla and Aquila in that chapter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, had, we, were we talked about, about this. Yeah. One of the verses I read about them. Do you have anything? Well, do you think it was just because there's so many different people coming to the church that may cause, I don't know, a riff? And just to be on guard for that? Not, not necessarily that it's happened already, but... Um, is that what you were? I guess I don't know if we, I didn't study that piece to know if we know if there was strife going on in the church to where he said, be mindful. Oh, okay. I was going to say, was do just we know telling what was happening them, in the Roman church? I don't. I don't. I didn't, That's I didn't right. go into that That's piece of it. I just went into um, Phoebe. Because you notice, so in your verse 16, chapter 16, verse 1, does it say servant or does it say deacon? It says deacon. Deacon. Oh, you're say deacon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the first things I looked up is um, the term deacon. So that's how it would translate now. But in, a, in the Greek, it's also called servant. So she was like a servant of the church. And uh, all of the sort of research I done out, did on it, through some pastors and sermons and theologians. Nice one. Got it. You got it. They were saying that maybe she was, because you don't know for sure, that maybe she was um, like taking care of the women and children and sick in this church and doing those things because a deacon today in today's world is of a different role. I was going to say it's not the same thing, right? Yeah. Right. It's different. So that's why I think, well, my – my Bible calls out servant, that she was serving in the church. But that word is also used as she was like, I don't know if I want to use the word leadership maybe role, this, but also she was she had a high influence in that church. I was going to say, maybe in this context, a deacon of the church just means like someone who really gets stuff done in that church. <laughs> well, mine talks about her being someone a wealthy person yeah. that supported the per- purse. We're not there yet, ma'am. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. That's okay. You just do you. <laughs> I was lost. <laughs> I was lost. Now that also says that too, because she's also referred to, so mine doesn't call it out, um, but it refers to her as a patron. Let me, sorry, I'm rereading the verses in my mind. In my mind. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. My brain. I was laughing at you. This is, you know what? This is payback because I was giggling at you because before you started your recording, 
I said, you told me to not be knocking on things and do that stuff because you'll hear it. And like, all I could hear you do was like accidentally hitting things and knocking on things. What? When was I doing that? Doesn't matter. I noticed it. I and I giggled. You. I giggled in my mind. So now this is what's happening. Instant God humbling moments. You laugh. You can have the same thing happen to you. Anyway. Hey, I did my recording, so I'm done. <laughs> you are. Okay. Anyway. So, yes, it also. Um, theologians think that she was wealthy. Do you want to finish what your Bible said about it? I mean, that she was wealthy and that she helped support Paul's ministry. Yeah. And that she was held in high regard in the church. And they're saying that because she was traveling to, to Rome. With is Paul what my research said. Not with Paul. She's just delivering the letter. So she met Paul in... Sinceria. So, okay, fun fun little call out. You know, we talked about Priscilla and Aquila. Mm-hmm. And Paul is going to, I'm just going to turn. So in Acts 18.18, 18, it talks about how Paul, like, had to cut his hair because of something in Sinceria, oh. which is where um, Phoebe is. Um. So I had made an assumption that they were seeing her. You said Acts? Acts 18.18. 18. I was like, I was looking at Romans. I'm like, there is no... Because this Sincheria is a port city uh, by mm. Corinth. Mm. So that's where in 1818, Paul stayed on in Corinth for some time. Then he left the brothers and sailed for Syria, accompanied by Priscilla and Aquila. Before he sailed, he had his hair cut off at Sincheria because of a vow he had taken. Hmm. So I just thought that was interesting. Because we know that obviously they are friends because Paul is entrusting her to take his letter to Rome, mm-hmm. to the church in Rome. So you can make the assumption that they're friends and that they're highly regarded. Um, let me see what else other notes I had. And I don't know this to be true, but Sincheria, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> um, they said it was a city where people believed in a lot of different gods and had a lot of idol worship. So it would have been common for Phoebe to be walking the streets and seeing lots of different idols and shrines and all of those things. So it brought that up because it was just calling out her um, faith. Yes. Being surrounded by that in her city. And also with her wealth, it, um, they make the assumption, these theologians, (laughs) I'll just call them theologians again. (laughs) Um, That the, the church was held at her like place. Her oh, home. Her home. she was the church. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see what other characteristics. I mean, obviously she's trustworthy. Paul is sending her to the church of Rome to deliver this um, letter. She's trustworthy. She is a big deal in her church. So she must be pretty righteous. Yes. You know? I would concur. We know she received the Lord. Right on. Where do you go, Phoebe? <laughs> that's really it, though. <laughs> like that's seriously, all there's like the, so is. much that's not there. But that's why it's crazy to me because when, like, there's study after study of these people that have all these things to say about her out of two verses. And it just blows my mind. Hmm. 
What's like that? people who must what's know that? some history. I said, huh. Yeah, because they're studying the history of the time and what's going on there. And then I guess sort of making assumptions of the time. And they make those, I won't call them assumptions. Assumptions. <laughs> Try to lay conclusions and assumptions together. Assumption. Oh, my poor brain. Bless my own heart. <laughs> you guys know what that means? Bless your heart. Bless, bless your heart. Do you know heart. the southern term of bless your heart? Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, Do you? you poor thing. Yeah. yeah you poor dumb dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Bless yeah, I work with work with that. Was from dummy. Tennessee. Told me that she told me, "Bless my heart, poor little dum dum." <laughs> <laughs> but these people make conclusions based off of these two verses, and they use the fact that Paul has entrusted her to travel and take this letter to the church. One went so far as saying that she presented it to the church, so actually read it to them. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know if we are able to know that or not. But so. even if she, she did, like, wow. Yeah. yeah, Wow. And then even the message that she's telling them, like, beware. I guess I read it as, like, beware of false teachers and teachings and all of those things. Mm. Being your word to know. Well, it says be wise. They didn't have the Bible then. That letter translates to today, too, though. Dude, for real. Lizzie, I read it and I'm like, hmm. That is spot on for what we need mm-hmm. to be being aware of right now. Well, and I can't remember, I think we were reading it in Matthew with the Sunday school, but it talks about like in the end, you know, mother and sister, daughter will go against each other and yeah. stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like that even reminds me of that. 100% true. 100%. But I'd also like, I feel like it's really, um, you know, make sure you vet your, Pastors and preachers or whatever, make sure they're telling truth behind the pulpit, not just their agenda. Mm-hmm. That's what it makes me think about, too. Say it louder for those in the back. <laughs> Vet your leaders. <laughs> well, be in your word. Vet them. Yeah. Be in your word. Yeah, Sift that's true. Their words through your Bible. Right. Right. I think you're doing a disservice to yourself by not fact-checking. Right. Or not well, just like jumping in there yourself. Yeah. The, not even just your preacher, like anybody. Someone's telling yeah. you something. Well, how'd you come to that opinion? Yeah. Check it yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, check not it only out. that, but like when you read the word and God reveals it to you in his own way and like specifically to you, it's it's just. Well, it's different You know, sometimes. it's like it's like hearing it from the horse's mouth almost versus oh, hearing it through telephone. 100%. You know. Yeah. And we all know how differently you can take something. Mm-hmm. Like we could probably all read a verse somewhere and it mean different things to every one of us. And uh-huh. it's going to depend on sort of what we're dealing with at the moment. Yep. Exactly. So that's interesting. Okay. Fun fact. Ooh, I like fun facts. So mine, mine says servant. Your guys says deacon in your Bibles. Um, one of these theologians. <laughs> I literally, when we're off mic, I'm just going to start practicing saying that word. <laughs> Write a song it, about it. Um, but it says in the research that they did, it says Paul uses the term deacon for only five other people in his letters. Oh. And he's one of them. Like Paul, I can't say these names. Titicus. Titicus. Ephesus, <laughs> Timothy, and Phoebe. Um, and it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't, you, you don't know what deacon means to them. You just know that yeah. there's only like five people that do yeah, it. Yeah, but I feel like it, it, 
regardless of what it means to them, it means a higher up in the church. It means like yeah. a very honored person in that church. Right. Definitely. Um, can you read me your verse one? I want to see if it has this other word in here. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who is a deacon in the church in Centuria. Welcome her and the Lord as one who is worthy of honor amongst God's people. Help her in whatever she needs, for she has been helpful to many and especially to me. Okay. I didn't say anything else. It just sort of calls out that she's a benefactor, and it just goes back to her. Like, in some of the studies I looked at, that she was a businesswoman as well, mm. just like we saw with Lydia. Lydia. Oh, so I just thought that was super interesting. Huh. Boss babes. Seriously. <laughs> and then it's cool because it even calls out here, like, she was a businesswoman like Lydia, and they both use their wealth and influence to grow the gospel of Jesus and, and grow just, the church. Not a girl not keep it to yeah. themselves. Right. So I just thought it was super interesting. That is interesting. And it just blows my mind, like, how you can get so much out of two verses. Because yeah. usually, like, you can just blow by <laughs> some of that stuff. Yeah. I definitely do. Yeah. Not even trying. So it's been nice to actually be doing some of the women that we are that don't have a lot mm -hmm. said about them because then you dive into like the culture and the time of what's going on and you learn a lot more. Mm -hmm. No yawning. Sorry. Keep it in. <laughs> Keep it in. Does he yawn? I yawned before we started recording. Oh, <laughs> Get it out. That's Get from the beef out. and noodles. <laughs> yeah. She's been put to sleep. Coma. That's yeah. what I meant to say instead of drunk. I meant coma. <laughs> yeah. Beef and noodle coma. Beef and noodle coma. That stuff will put you to bed. <laughs> heavy, <laughs> heavy stuff. Uh, well, do you have anything else? I thought that was interesting. No, I mean, the only other thing would just be reading to you again what she told that mm -hmm. church. I'm going to do it. Well, we can make that our prayer. Our prayer for the way out. I don't know Yeah, if that makes any sense. Go ahead. Yeah, I will. I'll read verses 17 through 20. I urge you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that they are contrary to the teachings that you have learned. Keep away from them, for such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of naive people. Everyone has heard about your obedience. So I am full of joy over you, but I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Give us that wisdom and discernment. Heck yeah. Okay. Okay, Lizzie, Don. where can you find us? You can find us um, on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, any major listening apps at Wild Women in Christ at gmail.com too. Uh, yeah. Put that put that in Google. You're, you're bound to find us. Yep. Hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear from us. Yeah. Tell us we did good. Tell us what's up. Let us you know if you want to come talk about where God's working in your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's our goal for 2023 to have a new person each month. Yep. Dominate a topic for us to discuss. Yep. Yep. Sweet. Sweet. Sounds good. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.